1: At least is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another, and it's bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. At least with the assist.
0: Welcome back to the Houston DynaPod podcast. This is the uh We're Exhausted edition. I've been uh, hitting the. The comedy clubs up did one last night, got home. Actually, I think we left at eleven. So I got home at eleven thirty. got to the the girlfriend's house again. I don't know. Have you heard
1: uh-huh, uh-huh Have you heard
0: any of that, Sean? The girlfriend stuff? Nope. oh cool. So I could tell a story. If she listens, then I'm gonna have to find another girlfriend because it's
1: so I think you should probably just hold that story to yourself. and uh, I, yeah. the only reason I say that is what I'm about to say is gonna make you laugh and you'll be like, all right, I respect it uh so no 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 so i was gonna say i mean you're doing stand-up now what does the girlfriend think of stand-up that's what i was gonna ask
0: so yeah okay she came with me last night she came to but watch. i asked
1: about stand-up i didn't ask yeah. about your sex life
0: oh yeah well she did come with me last night and this morning but stand-up wise uh-huh, when, I, uh-huh. when i okay so <laughs> um let me backtrack this because i'm gonna stand-up comes in like first there's a major event she bought a home she bought a house and okay. she's moving about 20 minutes further away. And I didn't know until she'd already bought it. So I was like,
1: oh, yeah, yeah that's
0: fucking yeah. Weird. That's, it's weird. It's kind of weird. It's not normal. And uh, I said, you know what? I said, and to be honest, she was complaining about how you're always busy. And I kind of am, but not not I am now. And I told her, I said, you know what? I'm about to start going and do, doing stand up for real. Like, I'm, I'm really going to jump into it. Uh, So I'm going to have even less time. And she goes, she says this, she goes, oh, so that's it. You just know you're going to go to the clubs and get all this pussy at the stand-up comedy club. And I was thinking, come with me to one, come with me to the one on Monday night in East downtown at the secret group, which is where I I like that place. It sucks. It's 35 minutes. So we go in and she was convinced like, that I would just be like, I'd, I'd walk out looking like I got you know, in a fight with a giant snail, just dripping from head to toe and wet snatch. She goes in and there's like a couple girls with their dudes and the rest are dudes. By the time it was my turn to go, it was like nine men. And I think like, uh, it's East downtown. So it is, it's a very diverse group. There was a man in there once mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in, in a plastic leather skirt. East so she,
1: downtown. East downtown huh? you know, yeah.
0: She wasn't very,
1: she wasn't thrilled. But so, Edo. Okay. Edo, okay. I'm an Edo. I'm narrowing yeah. down places in my head. All right. all right. So, if
0: you're at pitch 25 and you walk about three blocks south,
1: yeah, yeah, the yeah. secret group. It's right there. Uh, I know what you're talking live. about. All right. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, they got a bunch, a couple of rooms. They got a bar. I went there Saturday to mm-hmm. watch a bigger show. And man, I walked out of the comedy room. There's two big comedy rooms, and then there's the bar. I walked into the bar, and it was emo night. So, there's all these mm-hmm. like, Dude, they're so short. I didn't know emo people. I was like, I could see over everybody in the room. Like they was, I could see the whole room. Look, emo
1: people, emo people are not necessarily short. That that one does not preclude the other or vice versa. Emo people are are a breed, but they are definitely not in and of themselves just short. I've met plenty of tall emo guys and girls. So don't, don't, don't judge them by their shortest brethren.
0: I, I am generalizing because there was, this, this was packed. It wasn't mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, sparse. Mm-hmm. Like it was like shoulder to shoulder. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. Mm-hmm, like everywhere mm-hmm. you go, you're touching someone's butt. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Man, they were just, they were very tiny. They loved it. They had, they had a great time and a mm-hmm, lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So what's been up, man? It's been fucking a month.
1: I since- travel for work again. <laughs> 2019 was the last time I had this much travel for work. And that year I had 32,000 travel miles. This year I've got probably five to 6k already. And I've only really traveled extensively like in the last two to three months uh so it's it's I'm catching back up real quick and I don't like it
0: yeah the uh the days of working from home and virtual have have ended I just I'm so no,
1: no see that's the funny thing I still am basically full-time work from home it's just when client events happen that's when I have engagements that I have to go out and be in person for a few days for so I mean
0: my my superior bosses they uh they are constantly in virtual meetings but there's Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like they're having a meeting. It looks like they're playing Candy Crush. So I think Mm -hmm. they just do that to get out of work. But uh, I would like to put in – I'd like to lose my virtual job and put in for virtual welfare. I think that would be fun. Don't think uh, that's how that works. You never know. It's 2022. We'll see. Mm, Nope, not how it works. So you've been traveling. I've... I've been putting myself in precarious situations. Uh, I mean,
1: so another, you know, another, another, another Tuesday, if you will. Just another, <laughs> another Tuesday. Tuesday.
0: I forgot it was Tuesday. I was sitting there at work today. I was like, it's Wednesday. Well,
1: I, I didn't even say that for that. Like, that's the saying. It's always like, it's just another Tuesday for me. Like <laughs> Tuesday.
0: Yeah, hilarious So today's will be a lot. I one, am.
1: But... you what? Laughing at some of these questions that people are asking on Twitter.
0: Oh, they already come through. I'm not even looking yet. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Oh, whoa. You thought I was kidding, man. Oh. See, look, this is what I, look. See, this has been your problem. You've had Mark on the show, but who cares? Like, I'm sorry, Mark, he ain't listening. Mark, Mark, you know, Mark's cool, but he's not me, man. I'm the draw. I'm the draw. It's me. This is a lot. Mark even wrote, How much does he miss me? Okay, yeah, you know, pe- people oh. know. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I promise you, I'm not as conceited as I, as I play on TV. No, uh. I, I, it's not even so much that. I think it's just that because I have a decent follower base, because it's only taken me 15 years to build it, uh, that, you know, that when you tweet out and my handles in there, people see it and they're like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. And they're, you know, so it's whatever. But
0: yeah, I like to, I like to tag
1: both. Can I, I'm going to share something about our show, dude, uh, our show being Gen Orange Radio. So we have eclipsed enough subs on Twitch that we are actually going to get paid out this month. Nice. I don't know if you guys realize you have to hit a hundred dollars before you can do a payout on Twitch. So we're like super excited, super thankful, obviously for everybody that's contributed, but also kind of like super kind of like, wow, man, people really do care about this show. And like, that's, you know, it it takes a while to get there, but it's kind of one of those things like, man, that feels really good to be able to say like,
0: it's it's a good Mm -hmm. feeling like to know people. So
1: we're, we're excited to excited to be there. And you know, we're, I, you know, I feel like, and most people would, would laugh when I say this, I'm sure to some extent, but, you know, I feel like a lot of the work that he and I have put in to try to, you know, get ourselves onto other shows and, and call into other shows and things like that. You know, I think that that's paying off. And
0: did you call Glenn?
1: I did. I I thought so. I thought I heard you. I had to run through it fast because they, you know, they, they're kind of limited on time. And if, and the guy before me, if, you know, he got cut off. So I was like, well, I can't, I got stuff I want to say. So if I get cut off, I'm going to get cut off. I don't want that. So. I'm gonna just line it up and let him, you know, bat it out. And then, you know, I talked about playing the youth, and I thought that was kind of one of the you know number one things that got Paolo fired, besides, you know, of course, sucking as a coach. Um, but you know, it, it's a it's a struggle if you don't play the youth, and one of the reasons you were brought in is because you can help transition the youth, but you don't play the youth. I'm gonna come back, the youth. <laughs> and then Glenn was like, you know, he's like, Yeah, I agree. And then after I hung up, he was like, Well. You know, I kind of do have to counter with, you know, you can only play the youth if they're good enough or if you think they're good enough. And, you know, exactly. these coaches are on the hot seat. And I'm like, well, yes and no. See, the problem is they're on the hot seat because A, they can't coach, but also B, because they don't play the youth at all. Like in, in the time, you know, and then he was like, well, but they're, you know, and of course he didn't respond to me, but he was saying, and, and there's limitations in what you can do with young players in terms of, you know, roster regulations and rules. And I really wanted to be like, you know, I, if I was still on the phone, my response would have been: Philly can do it. New York Red Bulls can do it. Dallas, Montreal can do it. Can do it. Vancouver can do it. FC Dallas can do it. There's mechanisms. There's ways. You got to figure it out. Like Montreal next year, are, Montreal are good. Montreal are good, man. no nah, they they were good last year too. It's just they were in a kind of a situation where they couldn't show everything that they had ready to go.
0: Yeah, they uh, they are definitely surprising me
1: uh all right so, so all right so i finally got you so now i'm gonna ask you questions <laughs> wait
0: well, hey, i want to talk about something real quick um okay there is this dynamo tiger kid okay and uh-huh, i saw he yeah, posted yeah, he's cool a thing yeah, uh Trent's
1: awesome follow him on twitter everybody at trent underscore tiger underscore MLS, mls and send him your love but proper love because he's proper a minor.
0: yes he is a minor and i don't I, child you should not listen to this this is not for you like when you're six what would you say 17 16 18 what's the age I think you should
1: you're, listen to this oh the age that they should listen to this 32 yeah <laughs> 31 he's
0: got no. a ways to go
1: no i'm kidding no i mean you know look kids these days in school and on the internet kids hear far worse realistically they do oh so much worse You know, so he's not, look, Trent's not, you're not hearing anything. You haven't already heard, right, Trent? You could, you know, vouch for that on on Twitter tomorrow when you listen to this. But, you know, I mean, realistically, like, it just kind of is what it is. But, man, it's a whole different level of responsibility when you run a show like this, and then you have minors. You know, like, you suddenly realize, shit, people listen to what I have to say now.
0: Well, I'm not his parent, so they need to do a better job. They need to watch their child more. So
1: what if your kids listen to your show? We've had this kind of conversation a little oh, bit. But I don't I've, think we ever delved into the psychological I've, impact I've, I've you could told,
0: be having on your kids right now. I've told my son I'll deny it. I'm like, it's not me. It just yeah. sounds like me.
1: So when he finds it, when he's like 16, 17 years old. Oh, I'm fucked. And he's like, man, Dad, you were you were something else. You were a story. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've i been listening, and those are some stories. It's like, Dad, you're not Superman. You're just you know, a normal fucking I person. say, not as I do. Okay.
0: All right, man. So look.
1: So now um, I get to ask my questions because you asked yours, your, right?
0: Ask your question.
1: All right. So was I right?
0: Uh, Should... you're were, were you right about Nagamora. Yeah.
1: Were, was your, I right about Paula? Your Nagamura?
0: opinion matched up with the opinion of Pat Anstead. There Was any...
1: I right about Paula Nagamora? And let me ask the kind of phrase or frame I... why I asked that question the way that I did. Kenny Bundy's record since becoming head coach interim head coach with the same team sans hector herrera has been better than Paolo Nagamura's last 15 games yeah was uh, the problem players or was the cop problem just coaching
0: i think it's both
1: sure it's, it's, both. Absolutely I think, sure uh, it's both i think i
0: think nagamora was married you've had we've had this talk he's married to that 433 mhm and bundy we saw the most success what did he run do you remember
1: Four, two,
0: Bundy. four, two, three, one, four, two, three, one. And yep. he played Darwin in his normal position. He, he even started yep. him. Yep. Um. So I I don't, I don't know, but Bundy has the freedom to do whatever he wants. Cause I, I don't, I don't think this, this isn't going to be his job. This is, he would be the third developmental coach.
1: In no. Our no, 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 it was never, there's ne- he knows going in, they had conversations. He knows going in that this is not ever going to be his job, at least not in terms of at the end of this season, he's not ever going to be able to in that position to get this job. Yeah, at the end no. of the season, like he's not part of that mix, regardless of anything else.
0: And I mean, I want him to stay. I, I'm not, but not as the head coach. I want him to stay in the system. What about you?
1: Yeah, that's exactly where I fall in line. Uh, assistant coach. I think that you know, if I'm Pat Onstad, I'm looking at Europe. I'm looking at South America for a uh, a coach to bring in. I'm not looking as crazy as it sounds. I'm I as a person, as a GM in that role, would not be looking for an MLS guy. Here's why: MLS guys are going to either want Uh, you know, to take over the team in terms of player personnel movement and stuff like that. And I don't think that's warranted at this point. Uh, And they're also going to want to change formations in the offseason. I don't think changing the formation in the offseason is a huge deal, depending on the formation they want to go with. So the reason you go with a European or a South American guy is you can also get somebody who's proven. And I think right now you're going to struggle to find an MLS proven coach. And if you bring them in and one of the requirements of bringing them in is that Kenny Bundy gets to be one of the assistant coaches, I think you're set.
0: Well, I mean, we we might have a we might have a, an option here very soon. Have you seen the U.S. men's team performance since the last two matches?
1: You know, I was one of the first people to mention Greg Berhalter as a possible option months ago. Him and Tata, uh, those are yeah, your boys. him and ta- him and Tata, and, and we can't t- you know we can't forget about Dominic Torrent uh, Torrent Torrent. Uh, I mean, there's a, uh, there's a smattering
0: Europe. of MLS coaches here that I would take. Yeah. I would take uh, yeah. and, uh, Schmetzer, and you know
1: Berhalter has yeah. Is I mean, everybody's going to take Schmetzer. Let's yeah. be real. Bradley,
0: is not he retired now? No, is he still no? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'd still take he's him. He's
1: not coaching LAFC. That's Charundolo now. It's not he's his job. Chilling.
0: Yeah, we beat yeah. Charundolo
1: though. No, Bob Bradley's not the guy. Bob Bradley had to have ample star power. That's not our guy. But uh, he is a name. He is a, he well, is he a has name. he is a name. But that's not going to matter if. But he has one. He, he has one. But it's not. It's just. It's not the right fit. It really is not the right fit. Um, uh, not for Bob Bradley. And I just we're don't, too, I can't We're too see small.
0: That. We're too small for him. To be he honest.
1: right now coming off of LAFC, he's in a position where he can command a lot. Now I say he's not the guy, but I mean, Pat Onstead feels like he's ready to make a, you know, a pretty strong statement with whatever this move is going to be. And yeah. if he feels like Bob Bradley is the guy, then I mean, go ahead, shock the world. Like nobody would see that coming. Um, you know, I could see it, though. I mean, that's the thing. This is the first time genuinely, and and I felt this way about player personnel the moment that Hector Herrera was announced as a signing or was leaked as a signing, because this is kind of we're at that precipice where I feel like anything is truly possible when it comes to coaching, when it comes to the coach we go after. Um, I, I feel like this is not going to be an instance where Pat is going to sit on his hands and go, no, nah, I just want another youth coach. <laughs> I think he knows he's done with that. Like, he can't go that route again. Uh, and so I just think anything is possible and Pat knows his job rides on whoever he brings in if that person he brings in isn't a winner or doesn't prove it while they're here then Pat's probably out
0: yeah then he has to leave with the next guy if he gets it yep. wrong yep. again he, he has and you know what's what kind of kind of shitty is the trajectory of Pat Onstead if you look at how he became a GM it's 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 a lot mm-hmm. like Matt Jordan like it's it's very similar to Jordan the difference is Ponstad was in winning clubs. He was a, you know, yep. organized organizations. Met Jordan was in Montreal when they were shit, and then here, and we were shit. So it does remind me of that a little bit, but I think it's safe to say that we both agree. Bunny, Bundy, Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bundy's not not the man.
1: Um, I mean, Bad yeah. Bunny ain't it either, but that's okay.
0: Man, he would sell some shirts though. Shit, halftime show will be lit. He'd never be there. He'd be on tour. Hey, speaking of celebrities. Never being there. Teams, never being there.
1: Speaking of never being there, James Harden.
0: Oh, who gives a fuck about him?
1: I, I don't know. like him anyway. He's just a minority owner. Yeah. That's racist. Oh,
0: you but mean he... he only owns a small share in the, st- in the small stake in the
1: club? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. I thought you meant never
1: mind. Did you see that there's a, tw- a joke tweet out that he lost 100 pounds in the offseason?
0: <laughs> Dude. I mean, he's not a big boy.
1: He's not that big. If he lost 100 pounds, I mean, and, and if he lost 100 pounds, that means he lost 100 pounds of muscle. <laughs>
0: Let's be real. All right. So no, I think
1: of- he uh, I think he dropped his girlfriend and there's the 100 pounds.
0: No, he's back on the market. He's trying to look good. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying. Speaking of celebrities and soccer clubs, have you caught? Mm-hmm. Welcome mm-hmm. to Rexel.
1: I have. I have. I'm uh, all caught up on it. And yes. I man, there are some great things about that show. Um, and I love the approach that Ryan and and uh Rob Rob sorry Rob alec Allegu- the Deadpool uh, as they call, him. They, call him the dead-
0: yeah. they call him the Deadpool not
1: they call him the Deadpool McHaleeny yeah so you know i just uh i appreciate the approach they've taken where you know they have put forth an effort you know they they've put forth you know as much as they can uh, from a club perspective um, and from you know, proving it on the you know in the uh, in the English, not English, but you know in in what in uh, in Wales, proving it just kind of in Europe, if you will, I like that they're taking the approach that they're taking and and that last episode talking about the stadium, that episode got to me like there's a lot of historical depth to that episode, and you know, I felt bad for that freaking club. like I didn't yeah. know a lot of that a lot of history, but you know, I'm really, I, to an extent, I'm thankful for guys like Rob and Ryan that put their money in this, you know, in this situation, you know, yeah, they're looking to still get an, inv- you know, return on their investment at some point. But, you know, there, you could see there's a love of the game that is growing in the two of them through the show. And it feels genuine, it doesn't feel forced or fake, like it feels like, you know, part of it I think is you know, oh, cool, soccer is an up and coming thing. Let's invest. But then once they were invested and they started to have these conversations about what it was going to take and you know the the struggles and things like that, like you can see that they're not giving up, uh, and you can see that they have high aspirations. And well, they missed
0: promotion last year by. They made the semifinals, and this year yep. they're currently in second.
1: Yep. So there is yep. a
0: chance I am rooting for them, but they are they're one I am of the too. clubs.
1: They're they're now the, the lower league team, basically, in Wales that everybody's rooting for in the National League, essentially, you know, like they're the ones that everybody's going to be rooting for, except for people who follow their opposition specifically. But, you know, Wrexham have never had a a bigger fan base. I mean, globally, you know, just no, uh, so, so it's crazy. At,
0: at one point what was it Man U? they played manu and they they sold out like thirty five thousand tickets in the 50s at one point they were a, yeah. a relatively large club and they are one yeah, of the yeah. examples like was it rangers that almost folded yep there's been a couple and yep. wrexham is one of those that was yep. like uh maybe the championship or right below but then they, they slipped all the way down to the seventh seventh tier i think it is
1: yeah they were in the championship uh but, and then yeah back down to the seventh tier and they're now in the fifth tier
0: it's a great show and they are now my uh I guess they'd be my second English club over the mighty, mighty Tottenham Hotspur behind them, not, not over them.
1: Never. That's right. That's right. Never. That's right. All right. So, yo, can't, this, uh, this next, it's, it's the real first love. You know.
0: You're going to love this next segment. So, there are All right. 12, 12 player options on my screen.
1: Yeah. 12 player options.
0: Memo, Fafa, Adam, four, five, six, seven, eight, 12 player options. <clears throat> and for this, for this segment, whoever goes first, and says, you know, I would keep him because or I would let him go because. Whoever goes mm-hmm. second, excuse me, has to disagree. You think you can disagree?
1: Oh, I'm going first. What are you talking about?
0: Well, then you can go first on memo.
1: I'll go first on all of them.
0: Memo, you want to go first on all of them? And you okay. Every yeah.
1: single one of them. Yep. All right. Yep.
0: All right, player number 1, Memo Rodriguez.
1: Sell. Yeah, I have a- to give you a because because I don't feel like this needs a because.
0: A short one, but because <laughs> we all know your history.
1: For for me with Memo it comes down to his his ceiling is limited and his floor is substantial. When he's not playing well, he's a very useful or useless player on the pitch. When he's playing well, which is <laughs> one every 5 matches if you're lucky. You might see him make an assist or might see him get a goal, but he's not consistent enough to be a guy that you can depend on coming, whether coming off the bench to sub or depth player or whatever. The only way that I would even remotely consider keeping memo is if he took not a pay cut, cause he doesn't make much money, but if he took a, a contract with dynamo dose or dynadose at this point. So, you know, he's just not worth, even though we're not paying him much, he's just not even worth that amount of money that we're paying for him.
0: All right. Well, I would, I would keep him. Because I think he, as a backup, he can be. He, he'll never win you a game, but I think he could be a backup that doesn't lose you a game. I think. I think that's why I would keep him. Depth, a depth move. All right,
1: maybe if, maybe if he could actually you know get a free kick on target, that'd be great.
0: He comes so close. If only we had mm-hmm. cameras. If only we had cameras. You, you know. You hold. know
1: what else comes close your stand-up uh, act. Goes close t- to what? The, 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 the Scorn. I don't know. But I'm tish. I'm working okay, on so. things. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> Number two. You'll get there. You'll get there. Slow feet don't eat. Fafapico. Pico.
1: Fafa Pico. At this point, almost sell him. Okay, why? Not keep him. I'm I'm trying to sell him at this point if he if if there's a team that wants him.
0: I don't think there is because I, I think he wanted to leave.
1: He did. Like, he wanted no. to go to League MX and they worked it out. But I still think there's a team that would would potentially trade before the off season hits. Because there is a couple there are a couple there's like a small window before the off um that you can still make a move. Or there's like a, there's a roster freeze, but the roster freeze ends for a half day trade window. And you could theoretically, you know, sign and sign and uh, sign and sign and trade type of thing. And I think there's there are teams, I think, that would be willing to pay. I mean, I I would take not a draft pick, but I would certainly take some allocation money for him. It doesn't have to be much, you know, 75 to hundred. I mean, 150,000. I think there's teams that would pay that for him.
0: I would, I would keep Fafa because I believe with better players around him and a coach that can focus on what he does. Well, I think he's a super sub. I don't, I don't want him as a starter. I want him as a super sub. I trust him. If we need a goal as at looking at everybody on this team, there's like three people I'm giving the ball to. Darwin, Sebas, or Fafa. I know that sounds crazy. Maybe Dorsey at this point, but I would keep him because first tired legs and a coach that plays to his strengths. Uh, he can be he can do good things. And in the counterattacking system last year with Ramos he was a double digit goal scorer on a a bad team. With with bad with very little possession and shitty passes, our passes last year was in the seventies.
1: Yeah, I think the problem with your number one reason. Well, you know, I could stick him on the bench as a bench player, depth depth player. He you know brings plenty to the to the table. I think that's fair. Except your bench players cannot take up that much salary budget.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. You're
1: hurt hurting yourself there. So unless he's willing to take take you know unless he's willing to take less money. Um, or extend his contract and, and you know spread out the amount that he's making over multiple years. You know it's just a it, it's too hard of a sell for me and so yeah I have got a I've got to find a way out for him and, and I can't there's an you know there's a level of affordance that I can have in terms of spending money on players that are luxury as depth players and yeah I just I believe there's better starters I mean you, you know think about what even though Quinones hasn't scored or you know had an assist yet. You think about what he's shown in his very limited action that he's had. That's a guy who feasibly could be starting next season. You're going to have opportunities to bring in another starter at at winger. And I think there's a couple out there that honestly would be amazing gets. I think they'd be difficult to land, but if you land them, you're going to shake a lot of things up in MLS, uh, but you got to be willing to go that route. And I think Ted's willing to go that route. And I think Pat is at this point, Pat's you know feeling like he's got to make, he's got to make something happen. So we'll see. And I think that unfortunately puts, off on the outs so you know,
0: looking at this list there's there's maybe two guys that i could see justifying making more money than they make now and that would be uh the next one adam lundquist uh so you uh so i go i'm going you go you go i've been going for all of
1: them you let me go first on all of them
0: that's right so uh, so is one
1: he would make more right i would think you would think, but this is kind of a different MLS too. Like, and he's already making a pretty, like not a lot, but he's making a pretty good amount for an MLS player, uh, especially for a guy who's not, you know, a star, you know? Yeah. He's a veteran player, I guess you could say, but he's been a veteran player on terrible teams. Um, you know? So how much does that hold? Uh, you know, I, I think he's another player that you're going to get an offer or two for potentially, uh, and, you know, and, and definitely he's going to get a look uh, by other teams. But left back is a position, I think, you know, Lundy's had a maybe two or three good crosses this season. He's fast. He's got, you know, he's got pace on the outside. You know, he's a, he's an iron man. The dude will go out there and run and, and not stop running until he has to, until he collapses. I mean, he's got five assists um, this I, year. He's got, I mean, five. he's got five assists. You know, that that's great. Um, And how many matches? 30? Uh, 29. 32? Yeah, 29. So 29. We're at 29. We have five. 28 and a half if you count the red card match. Well, that's, there you go. You know oh, right. Yeah. 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 He hasn't played in all the matches. That's a good point. Um, But yeah, I just think that there's other left backs out there that you could nab and and get, Uh, you know, for, for roughly the same amount of money or less, and then you don't have to pay him more money uh, and they're going to provide as much of, you know, not more uh, than he's going to be able to provide. Uh, I do think there is something to be said for, for veteran experience, but I think in my position as GM, he's a guy that I'm letting go.
0: Okay. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to keep him and I'm going to be willing to pay him slightly more, not much because he doesn't do thing with the problem with Adam. In my opinion is that he doesn't do any one thing really well. He doesn't ever stand out Yep. like five assists. Very average. Uh, His defensive acumen, his defensive ability. There's times where he fucks up, but overall he's been one of our most solid players the last two seasons and he's gotten better and he's at an age where He's 28. He is, for a left back, he's right in his prime. But I, I, I have, I'm i keeping him, and I'm playing him. However, I, I definitely need to bring somebody in to push him, because Sam Junko's yep. not
1: it. Yep, yep, agreed. As much as I said, like Junko. Uh, it's Tiago. This is, a waste
0: oh. of t- this is a waste of time.
1: Yeah, this is going to be fun, because I'm actually curious to hear how you're going to try to spin this. Uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, definitely not keeping him. I don't care if I have to pay him to leave. He's leaving. My wow. reason is simply He sucks. <laughs> yes. So let's see. What reason can I.
0: Okay. Here's. So here's my. I would keep him <laughs> at a lower salary. And <laughs> <laughs> the reason is because of his age. Uh, we don't. We're pretty sure there's nothing in there. Right. <laughs> it's <laughs> like. Uh, pretty sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But I, you never know. That would be my reasoning. You never know. But he can't. Mm-hmm. he would have to be on like a, a dose contract yeah, yeah like not he's not a he's not a fresh he's not a first team guy so
1: you're not keeping him then basically you're not keeping him you're sending him to dynadose so you're not keeping him
0: i'm i'm just continuing so I what's victory, already victory happening Sean. I, i'm just keeping what's already there he's already with a dose yeah. i'm just making him a permanent acquisition
1: but he's not with Dose. he's with Huracan right now no that's bahamich oh bahamich he's yeah. he's not with dose anymore uh, Tiago's uh, not with DOS. He's he's elsewhere. He's in it somewhere says, else.
0: It says he's here.
1: He's definitely not with DOS. Wow. Well, maybe they he sent him home. Definitely one hundred percent. They're like, take your Dose. ball
0: and go back to Brazil.
1: Basically. <laughs> Basically.
0: Yeah, we it's were a, we were we were excited, right? We saw him and Zecca, they looked like they were okay. But one thing I noticed is Tiago never really got the ball. No,
1: you remember, you remember when they called up Tiago, I was saying at that time, and I still have been saying that I don't know, man. I'm not sold on Tiago. What I've seen from him, yeah, he's had a few good moments in dose, but like just what I've heard about him is not selling me on him at all. I mean, he came up and he had a couple of decent, like, you know, in, in, in his five minutes of play, he had a couple of decent moves and that was about it, but nothing that was like that screamed, oh man. This guy's MLS caliber, like no, you know, it just it was it was terrible. It was. I don't even think
0: Kenyonis is full ninety MLS caliber yet.
1: No, but no, it's, he's not. I think it's there. But that off season is where he's going to get that fitness to get to to like seventy, you know, seventy minute fitness, or even sixty minute fitness would be great. Yeah. All, right, All right, next Zecca. Seca is an interesting situation for me, right? He's not an expensive player. He does take up an international slot. So unless he got a green card, I'm probably selling him just for the pure, or, you know, letting him go just for the pure fact of, I need domestic players uh, as depth. I don't think he's really the right guy for a starter at that position, especially with a potential, you know, well, with a new coach coming in. I don't think Seca fits that mold as well. And I think that's pretty clear from the fact that even Kendi Bundy hasn't really played him yet. Um, So... Yeah, I just I think maybe Seca is kind of at that age and in that that you know period of his career where you know maybe MLS is not the next step for him and maybe he's looking to go back to Brazil.
0: Yeah, I think I don't think it's going to work for him, but um, I would keep him because he is versatile <laughs> enough to play left and right back. Um, so again, it would have to be on a reduced contract, but if you need an, a All dynamic right. attacker towards the end of a match you have one in him, he, he can do that. But if you need to could play, play right defense, wing too. Yeah. Yeah. And a mm. back three.
1: Yeah. I mean, at least as good as the old bear did before bear decided to remember how to play
0: his back, He's back. Bear, mm. he's back. Mm. So next one, you ready? You get yep. these. These are easy. Valentine.
1: Valentine. Absolutely not. There's no way I'm keeping Valentine. Uh, and I love Valentine as a person. I've said this before, but as a player, he's just not MLS caliber in terms of a starter anymore. I think there's a case you could potentially make to keep him as a, you know, depth player, but you just said you were keeping Seca there. So I think, you know, and Lundy. So, so now you're kind of stuck. Right. Uh, and I think for me, if I'm looking at this situation, there's definitely better right backs out there. We have better right backs, even in the pipeline in terms of dying dose at this point. So uh, yeah, I think Valentine is, you know, forget luxury. Valentine's not even, you know, the caliber of a luxury anymore. Valentine is a guy taking up space. He's like a, he's like a uh, Mazda.
0: Yeah, effectively. So, all right, so I'm going to keep Zarek Valentin because I think there's an ability and a chance to convert him to more of a right-sided center back, and he could be that wide type of center back if because, you know, back three overlap. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, They
1: actually played him there uh, in the preseason and, and in training yeah. camp, but uh, they I, didn't stick with it. Thanks, and, Paolo, uh, for once against He, he came the
0: out team. last year and did it once or twice towards the end when Parker got hurt or got a yellow and uh I think no he did he, it this year he, he
1: he like moved over the he moved over there when parker got a red uh because parker did have one red card last year uh uh or when parker got injured or something like that like in the middle of a match and they didn't really have anybody ready to step in so he moved over to that position but like he never started there for a match
0: yeah he's he could be a, a decent ball playing defender and uh, he's a, he mm-hmm. is a he is a leader on the field. You look at the guys that are leaders on the field, there's uh, three that stick in my mind. Uh, Herrera, obviously. You know, he's but...
1: always the guy leading the charge to own goals to his own goal, yeah.
0: Well, he hasn't done that in like four months. Well, you know, that's impressive. He's turning over a new leaf. Yeah. So like, I will only score where I'm supposed to. But uh, dude, I think he'd be a phenomenal coach one day. I really do. I
1: agree with that. I do agree with that. I, I think there's definitely a very strong uh opportunity uh and i think that's probably the reason that they are keeping him around and have kept him around as long as they have because let's be realistic you don't bring in a guy like seca and you don't have a guy like dorsey starting back there if you know if you think that you're you know unless you have a reason to keep him around yeah i
0: think he's okay with his role because he frequently leaves his joggers on and never takes them off he knows he knows he's not going in but i think he's okay with this role all right next one daniel status
1: uh Steris is a no for me and the reason for that is because you know at center back we have a couple of guys at Dynados, so i think in the off season are going to make the jump to the senior team uh in uh dylan maples and uh or Dylan. D- D- yeah i keep going dylan maples and that doesn't sound right um maples dylan. and uh maples and Del da De- De silva da silva yeah the brazilian uh, the brazilian center back that yeah. long one you can keep t- you know, you can keep, uh, Parker, Timmy Parker. You can keep, you know, Hedevi if you have to, um, one of those needs to go though, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think, you know, stairs is one of those situations where you just, you just have too much there, uh, at center back. And to be fair, I think we're looking to probably, gonna, I said, this at the end of last season. I'm hoping, uh, whoever we bring in as a three, you know, three, uh, three back, uh, you know, coach likes to play three with two, two wingbacks higher up the pitch. So five backs, but technically three during offense, um, because I just think we have, you know, we have the capability with the players we have uh, and the players that we could find and pull in to, to make a three back work. Uh, and I just think that puts, uh, puts him stare even more on the outs. Um, he's had a few good moments, but he's also had some where you kind of just scratch your head and go, you know, you're supposed to be one of the stalwarts in terms of, you know, you're an MLS guy. And Davey's beating you out because he's more athletic Parker, who's struggled all season is beating you out because he's, you know, he's got a better mind on his shoulders. It feels like at times. Uh, And then there's stairs who just kind of doesn't fit any particular mold. And to me, that's a death knell for a guy uh, in MLS at this point.
0: Well, I'm going to keep him because he is a goal scoring machine. Um, When it Mm -hmm. comes down to him versus Parker, he makes a third of what Parker makes a third. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, We also have – so when you talk about a a plethora of defenders, teenage Parker, Bartlow, okay, and then you said Dylan Maples. Oh, Dylan Maples. Mm -hmm. Um, I would keep Starris because he – yes, he has made – God, he's made some dumbass decisions. I think two penalties this year, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken. Fucking two of them. Yep, And he's only started in 44% of the matches. Uh, and one was yep. real bad. That was like as bad as Dorsey's the other night. But yep. he he does offer something a little bit different. And I would I would much rather shed Parker and invest the one point one five or whatever it is million dollars extra somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you ready? Good for luck the next getting one?
1: rid of Parker's contracts in a trade. Nobody's yep. going to take that.
0: Satan nope. wouldn't take that for your soul. He'd be like, "Fuck this shit. This ain't worth it." I, feel like you can have it I mean, back. I
1: hear, uh, I hear. Uh, Jordan is is uh, working for a uh, non soccer place now. Maddie. Yeah.
0: Walsall, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it was a joke. Oh. You know I thought he got Walsall fired. I, I thought, yeah,
0: I thought. Well, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, he runs the team. I have an idea. Yeah, how they don't they play soccer.
1: They, they play football. Come on.
0: Footy. Uh, next one is a tough one.
1: Footy. A little footy. Yeah.
0: Griffin. Griffin Dorsey.
1: I don't keep Griffin Dorsey because, unfortunately, it gives the coach an out to say, "Well, I play him." You know, it's kind of that situation. Uh, I think Dorsey, if he was a right winger, if that's where we played him, would actually be okay. As a right back, as a guy who's supposed to be able to defend, uh, thanks Griffin, no defense uh, at all. Um, you know, there have been moments late in matches where Dorsey's on the pitch, and I'm surprised the guy's even moving because he looks like he should just fall over. Um, he loses pace after about the 65th, 70th minute. Uh, you know, and in this heat, in this humidity, I'm shocked that he's made it as long as he has. Uh, again, I just, I, I, it's a player at a position that I think we can do better. And I don't think he's quite the right fit. I think whomever you get in that position needs to be better offensively and better defensively.
0: So, you know what? I'm glad you said you weren't going to keep him because all of these guys, because I, this is the first one where like, I'm like, I, I actually disagree Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like for real. mm -hmm. I want to keep Dorsey. I think Mm -hmm. he has the potential for growth. He's still young. He has shown improvement. Like Mark, he he was cut from LA Galaxy 2. He came here, he immediately mm-hmm. came in, and of course, we were like, fuck is this? This isn't even an MLS cast-off. This is an MLS's feeder team cast-off. But he's really, mm-hmm. he's, was he a Generation Adidas when he came up? No. No. Uh, uh, well, he was something. I know he did, he, he was like, he, had, he looked like he was at a pretty high ceiling early on. But I think he offers quite a bit offensively yeah defensively he's a liability but we don't, We haven't had anybody in the right that can play defense all year and that might be what's fucking up parker is it is
1: so i'd keep griff he's
0: cheap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: next one so you'd keep terrible defense all right cool glad we're on the same page
0: next well if he's a wingback with a back three he doesn't really need to focus on defense as well no,
1: he still needs to be able to play some defense next
0: some but next less you can't next me it's my show you can't do that fucker you gotta wait you have to wait all right next we're going to talk about the colombian fucking magician darwin Uh cantero what are you doing with him
1: uh uh i'm 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 not keeping him uh in the offseason unfortunately i it is a situation where i could feasibly see reasons to keep him but and and he is going to be on an even more reduced salary if they were to attempt to keep him which i think is a bonus uh for a guy like that but I think there, there's something to be said that at that position, he's going to be a depth player. And while, yes, you want you know your depth players to be able to come in and do stuff, and I think he can. I just think his inconsistency this season, his inconsistency over the last three to four seasons because he's not been happy or because he's not been played or whatever it is. Yes, he has magical moments, but I think there's players out there that are much younger or in, in much better positions overall to give you the same output, if not more output from that position, to give you the same flair, the same creativity, can be a team leader at, as a 10. Um, and I just don't feel like Kintero can be that guy. And I think that you have guys in the system that could feasibly slot in as a 10. And to be fair, I just I think that we're going to go after a big 10 and I think it's going to make Cantero expendable. So, no, I don't keep him.
0: Man. I'm torn about this one because I called in and talked. So Glenn had a thing about Quintero and uh, Christian called in Christian loves Darwin. So I called in after, and I I basically told Glenn what I'm going to tell you. I think he offers value as a creative sub late in the game, but that's really it. He's not a 90 minute player. And then Glenn, Glenn went off to remind me, like I knew this, but Glenn really came at me. He was like, he was never – he wasn't a 90-minute player the minute he left Minnesota. That's why we got mm. him. He goes, and Matt Jordan mm. repackaged him as a DP, and he was the savior. And it's not – I don't think Glenn likes Matt Jordan at all. But I do think – Yes, man,
1: because Glenn witnessed all of the terror and terribleness that went along with that regime. So yeah.
0: I would like to see Quintero back for one year, and his contract should get significantly smaller. Because if we could find a way to get these guys to understand the way he plays, because he's so fucking far ahead of all of them for the most part, except for Cebas and Herrera. He's so far ahead of them mentally. If he, if we could actually get him to mesh and figure out a way to get the best out of him and not have him play defense, he could offer something the last 20 or 30 of a game.
1: All right, next one.
0: Darwin Surrend.
1: How many are we at? What number are we on? Fucking 10. Oh, okay, cool. Right. Almost done. Darwin Seren, definitely not keeping him. I'm sorry to the El Salvadorans that listen to the show, all two of you, but uh, no, I'm just, I, I'm really not keeping Darwin Seren. He's too much of a liability. He's shown it with the red cards he's gotten or the, you know, double yellows he's gotten this season. Uh, yeah. He brings something off the bench, but you know, and, and, and okay, maybe he can keep around the El Salvadoran fan base. Yeah. Right. Uh, but he's just not the same player he was at one point before, Although I do have to admit Siren with the blonde highlights is definitely far and away better than the, you know, Siren without them. Uh, but yeah, he's just, he's not good enough anymore to be a, to be an MLS depth player on my team at that position. And we have so much depth at that position overall at the six slash the eight um, that I feel like he's an expendable type guy right now. Uh, and I feel like there's, you know, you got two or three guys sitting in dose that, that could push for that position in the preseason and the off season. Uh, and I just don't feel like Siren's going to be the guy to earn that position next year. Brooklyn Reigns is coming up. That's going to happen.
0: I think we're going to see Reigns next year. So for Darwin Soren, <clears throat> the reason I would keep Darwin Soren is because he, I think he does still provide a tad bit of an El Salvadorian draw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there are, as a, as a, as a substitute, <laughs> you're getting a lot of the same fucking answer. A, there's like no starters except for like boy the, we're gonna Adam. have like
1: 15 gonna, players on our bench on a 23-man roster we're gonna have eight players at the start huh
0: we're gonna need it
1: uh, uh clearly i mean
0: there so we have we've been down on Soren for years we've never understood why yeah. they keep bringing him back yeah now, i think it comes yeah. i think it's the same with like zarek i think it might just be some type of leadership position when it comes to the central american and south american folks but
1: i don't know maybe right, but maybe
0: up next is my boy Sam Jesus junk
1: All right, you've kept 11, uh, 10 out of twelve, or ten out of twelve so far. Okay. Yep. yep.
0: Two more, man. Two more.
1: Yep. Yep. No, I mean, who is
0: this? Sam. Sam the man. Sam Junka. Uh, Sam Junka. Uh,
1: I mean Eddie's favorite player. Uh, you know, look, the guy, the guy can score a goal once in a blue moon off the bench, but outside of that, he can't play defense very well. He's a better center back than he is an outside back. We've got depth at center back. I just, yeah, it's just not worth keeping him around at this point, and I don't think there's any teams that even want him, so, you know, it's not it's not even worth trying to keep him around.
0: I think the lack of a second left-sided center back is the only reason I would keep him, because we both know that we we really like a back three now. I mean, I've always kind of liked it, because it takes some of the pressure off of your midfield. Well, it creates more pressure, but... Take some pressure off your center backs. On the
1: center of your midfield, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: But it takes some pressure off your center backs with that third defender in there, even though they don't move well. But I think his distribution, like he he gets the ball. He's pretty good with it going forward. And he could be – I honestly think he's better going forward than Teenage as a center back. Like I do. I know we talk about Teenage's ability to get forward, and he looks weird as fuck doing it. But I think Junko is better going forward. I would keep Sam as the left-sided center back option. He no more left back. And he'd barely play, but a left foot's a good foot. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Sure. Last. Mm-hmm. Certainly not least. This is an intriguing one. Marcello Palomino.
1: Oh man. It hurts me to do this. Oh, you're gonna say Marcello Palomino. Man. I'm gonna let go. I'm for sure. You're
0: going to say, stick around.
1: I want to keep him. I do. I really do want to keep him, but I think that there are better options out there. Like I said, I think we're going to go big with a big 10. I think if you're going to go big with a big 10, you can afford to go with like a domestic, you know, 10 as a backup if you need a 10 backup, or, you know, you can get a guy that's a six that can also play it or an eight that can play. Also also play a 10, move up into that position. Um, and I think our strategy next year is, you know, whoever that number 10, true number 10, real number 10 is that, that attacking midfielder, they're going to be so far and away above anybody else that we bring in at that position. And I just think Marcelo needs to be, he needs, he needs a different, he needs a different place right now. He needs a different, you know, change of scenery. And for him in his career, he needs it. And I think there are teams that would be willing to put in a little bit of effort to, to potentially, you know, sign him. Um, And I think that that, Provides opportunity for us to collect on an asset that we've held for a while and have done jack shit with. Thanks, Paula Nagamura and Ramos.
0: I just I don't see if he's not making the field here in Houston, what other MLS club he'd have to leave the country or go USL.
1: It surprises me though. It surprises me though because Bundy started him regularly with Dynados and got a lot out of him with Dynados. So it does make me wonder a little bit what changed. And I have to think that a little bit of what changed, and this isn't, you know, Sean going serious mode on you for a minute, but I think what changed was Paolo broke him mentally, you know, like in terms of his mentality, broke him psychologically. I think Paolo refusing to give him minutes, bring him to the senior team, playing him in one open cup match when it didn't matter, not giving him any opportunity to really show what he is and constantly telling him that he's not going to succeed because he doesn't play the right way. He doesn't play the game. It's the way it's meant to be played, which is, you know, reserved and, and with no flair, which makes me laugh because he said the same thing to Contaro and Cantero told him to go shove it. Um, But you know, I, I just, Palomino is a, a kid who needs to be freed. And I think he's at the point with this system where he's frustrated and the longer you hold a guy like that, the more toxic that situation gets. And I just think for the benefit of his career and the benefit of the team, he just, he needs to find somewhere else to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think he, uh, shit, I'm supposed to disagree with you. You all are right. supposed to disagree but, with me.
1: Have um, you not caught on yet that I made you keep all 12 players yet? You Did you keep nobody? I kept not a kept single nobody. one. I kept nobody.
0: In reality, I would keep in out of that list. I'd keep two. Uh-huh. I'd keep Dorsey and Lundy, but with Marcelo Palomino, mm-hmm. I would keep him only because um, still young. Sean, <laughs> I had no choice. I had no choice. I had to. No, that's the rules of the game, the devil's advocate game. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he, got he, I with those calves, he needs to be good like I would keep him based solely on look the, the kid can hit a free kick of his yeah, we don't have can.
1: a free kick guy we don't have a set piece or a free kick guy i mean it's been clear we don't have that guy and if you have that guy on your bench at the very least and again i'm struggling i struggle to not keep you know to not keep him but i didn't want to keep him you know because i think that we can have ultimately a better you know a better time of the off season if we don't have the added weight of what we already have and like i said for his career he needs to find somewhere else to go But, you know, the kid on free kicks, he's just very good. And you don't have that anywhere else in the team. Look, Memo ain't hitting the free kicks. All right, I'm sorry. I'm over the Memo free kicks. I'm done with them. Quintero half the time doesn't even hit it over the damn wall, Uh, especially on long free kicks. At least Marcelo Palomino can give you service outside the box. So I say that to simply say, you know, yes, I'm not going to keep Marcelo Palomino, but if somebody wanted to keep him and, you know, reasonably you did want to keep him, if you're keeping him, it's because he's a set piece guy. He's a guy that can get you on a set piece late. You can sub him on late. He's a depth player without a doubt, but he, you put him in, in a set piece. You give him a chance to serve the ball into the box. You let some guys, you know, CB or or a defensive mid get on the end of the ball and score a goal. And, and you know, how many matches have we lost late? He's, he's a kid that can provide an opportunity to score when late and actually win you a match or two. There yeah. you go. I thought I'd help sell for you. Yeah, he's
0: got he's got some good things. I just I, nobody's, rated qualities. Him. nobody's rated them. Nobody's rated them. Well, you know, point. but you know, then again, look at where it came from. It came from one guy yep. who got eight months in the job, and another guy who was last two years in a row. But yep. I think I think Tab Ramos would have done. And that a
1: guy way. who has currently had you know who's currently had less than a month in the job. Yeah, because he uh, hasn't he hasn't played him either.
0: Listener questions. Here All we right. go. We got. We Let's got go. Few. Let's do Chipito this. Chapeito says, "Will you be following the MLF playoffs? No. Will you, Sean?"
1: Uh, I mean, if I'm honest, no, I'm not. But, uh, you know, I am going to kind of keep tabs on them. I'm just not going to watch any of the matches. I, I don't think, at least until MLS Cup, I might watch the semifinals I sometimes will, or the conference finals. I sometimes watch those. Um, but I'm I'm definitely not following them as closely this year as I, you know, I have in the past, even though last year I didn't follow them either.
0: Yeah. Speaking of keeping tabs, he posted today that uh, he's going to be rolling up blunts. I'm proud of this boy. He obviously uh-huh, has gotten uh-huh. a raise at work. Because before he was he was smoking out of a bowl like he was a poor person. Uh, uh, so
1: if so, who fetties. would you root for? Who so would you who root you for? for? Oh,
0: you're looking at him. Okay, I would root for. Yeah, I got him. Uh, fuck, you know what? Montreal. I would root for Montreal because I like uh,
1: the Montreal pick. I do like the Montreal pick there. I think it's a good uh, pick.
0: And the reason is because I really like the guys from the Ball Is Round, the podcast that I talk to, we, and Wanyama. He's there. Uh, I I don't hate Kyoto. Yeah, yeah. I think this wasn't right for you him. Don't
1: have bad. You don't have bad taste. I'll give you that. You don't have bad taste. So I like it. Who would you root for? I'm going to root for Philadelphia. I want to see a team that is not considered the top team in MLS in terms of analysts because they don't have the star power. I want to see them go out there and dominate the MLS final. I want to see them go out there and dominate New York City, Orlando, Miami, uh, and New York Red Bulls. I want to see them go out there and do it and do it big and make absolute fools of everybody else because I think Philly deserves it. Uh, and to be honest, coming off an Open Cup victory last year, Philly deserves it, man.
0: I want to see Philly play D.C. United 34 times in a row in Philadelphia. That's what that I want to watch. Fun. How many fucking be goals? Because you know, like D.C. by like match 20 is like, fuck this. Yep. yep. Like, I don't think they'd ever beat them.
1: I mean, do you, do you know what the goal differential for Philadelphia is this it's ri- year? It's ridiculous. It's as it's 26. It is 46. God, they're good. 68 goals for, 22 goals against. There's not a team that touches them in goals for. Nobody's above 60, uh, at least in the Eastern Conference. In the Western Conference, you have two teams at 64 goals for. uh, But still, 68 goals for and 22 goals against. Defense wins you championships. Nobody has a better goals against uh, than Philly. And that is absurd.
0: Their goal difference of 46 would get them into the playoffs as the fifth seed in the East. Yeah, it's a goal difference. It's not points, which is what's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It would get them yeah, into yeah. Uh, fourth in the fucking West. They're, they yep. are unreal. I don't, I don't see how anybody yep. stops them and good, but I want to see Montreal give them a shot.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Not that the only team that might be able to do it is LAFC, but man, they, they shit the bed versus like, good opponents
1: look what happened no, i want to i want to see i want to see, see laf actually honestly this is going to sound really funny i want to see austin make the final simply so philadelphia can bend them over at the very beginning of the match like i want to see the 6-0 in like the first 20 minutes of the match against austin i want to see just,
0: them lose at home in round one first
1: versus Portland. oh well i mean i wouldn't mind that either i just it's one of those situations where i want their fans to get so hyped and then just get absolutely decimated in like a short period of time by a team. That's a real team. And that is definitely Philadelphia.
0: You know, here's how sad their fans are. Once they actually made the playoffs, a couple of them were pulling up tweets that I tweeted out eight fucking months ago. They've been (laughs) sitting on this. Uh Uh-huh. Like Dude, how sad are you?
1: They keep receipts in Austin. That's all I'm saying. They know who they are. They don't listen to this podcast because they don't care. But they definitely keep receipts in Austin. Like they know what they're talking about. They don't. No.
0: All right, next one. Uh, all right, no- next next question. Dash starting eleven. I don't even know. I can name Bombi and the blonde. Rachel. Who's
1: the, the blonde? blonde? There's like six blondes. The goalie. Oh, Jane Jennifer- Campbell. Jane
0: Campbell. That's it.
1: Rachel I- Daly was the one who got who went uh, back to Europe, back to England. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you got a list of Chapman. You've got uh, – I don't actually know our center backs. So I don't keep up, but I know uh, one of them is Katie Naughton. We're skipping uh,
0: this one. This is a Dynamo podcast. I love
1: women. Oh, man. we are
0: skipping that question. Man, Chris. I was on
1: a roll and you cut me off, bro. At least let me finish. That's fine. That's fine. That's what she said. Ryan uh, Garris. I, I know the names. Don't worry. I know Spur- all. Michelle all right. Prince. Chris, Michelle Losey. a We're
0: moving on to important things here. Uh-huh. Chris Megan talking, Oyster. Chris is talking Spurs Arsenal. There's actually <laughs> two Spurs Arsenal questions on here, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. oh no there was one in the group chat so he says sophie Schmidt. St- starting 11 <laughs> versus arsenal in the derby oh dude uh royal royal romero dyer davies uh parisic uh javier Davis is coming off an
1: injury i don't think davis starts i think Longley gets the start well either way he's been great
0: too uh low yeah, and goal he's of been course. he's been stellar and up top i'm going yeah, son richarlison right. and Kulisevsky.
1: No Kane in the Derby.
0: I mean Kane. Fucking son Kane Richarlison. Not Kulu. I'm benching Kulu. You're benching
1: Decky? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just because uh,
1: yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I don't think that's I, 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 don't, I don't think he has I mean, a problem with it. I
0: think if who no matter who you start Dude. him or
1: Richarlison, you're not losing anything. No, you're look, here's the deal though. This is the North London derby. This is this is what it comes down to. There's one player on this team more than any, more than Harry Kane, that you have to start in this derby. That is, is Richie. You've got to start Richie in this match. He is going to absolutely get under the skin of every Arsenal player out there. That's and be I am here for it. I am fucking here for it. It's going to be the best. It's, it's going to be best. glorious. He's going to get a, like, yeah, you get got a red him card him in the 10th. And Romero. I love every minute of it. Him and Romero. Oh yeah, on dude. the pitch. At the, and, yeah, I on. mean, even Dyer. Dyer's gonna go in hard on some challenges, man.
0: Yes, he is. Dyer doesn't fuck around it's, either.
1: It's gonna be. It, this is. I. I'm honestly never been this hype for North London derby that I have this. I moment. hope we fucking kill him. I hope we absolutely. Destroy. It's gonna be insane. That's all I know.
0: I. I mean, but we are. We're there. But uh, I mean, but if we Juniors draw... have a
1: bunch of have four players that aren't practicing right now. I think it draws a win,
0: but I, I think we should go into that match fully expecting to win because I sure fucking do.
1: Yeah, I, I, the other look, obviously, there's reasons to win as well. I mean, you want to keep your undefeated uh, streak alive. Um, you know, you it's points. If you win, you leapfrog the arse hats into first place in M, uh, in MLS in in e- EPL. Uh, so yeah, I mean. You got to win. Got to go out and win. You got to play like you want to win it, too. Uh, And I think I think the boys are going to be amped for this one. I think Richie knows how important and look, Richie is a big game player. Zero doubt about that. He steps up when it's a big game. This is his perfect opportunity for an absolute coming out party. uh, I hope he
0: scores and he runs right over in front of the
1: fucking Arsenal supporters and just gives them the business. I I kind of want Conte to do that, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) Conte's <laughs> the man.
0: All right, Trent, our boy Trent, the youngin, the youngster. You know, one time he's posted yeah yeah, something. yeah he posted something in like the La Hinchada chat, and it was like, uh, "If you do that, I'm gonna hide under your bed and scare you." And I was like, "Child, please do not hide under anybody's bed. That's a felony." I do not <laughs> want to be on. What is that to catch a predator? Do not want to be on to catch a predator. Stay in your own home. Stay in your house. Who's your favorite Dynamo player?
1: Fuck. Favorite Dynamo player.
0: Oh, right now. Let's go right now on the current team. Ew. Uh, right uh, now.
1: Oh, right now in Lundy. this very moment, Lundqvist. In this very moment, Nelson Quinones. Go on, Lundy. And that—that's hard for me because I actually do like Sebas, but I think I Nelson too. Quinones in the short time has shown me that he's gonna be—he's gonna be a lot like an Albert Delise, except I think he's a little more controlled in terms of you know when he's got the ball at his feet. The kid with the ball at his feet, he's making spin moves on guys and keeping the ball. I'm like, okay, this this kid's legit. Like, technically, he's just, he's sound. Yeah, he's going to be, he's my favorite now because of that. But next season, when he gets a chance to start and show what he's got, oh, man, I'm, I'm yeah, chubby for Quinones. So I'm going to make a t-shirt.
0: Ooh. OSG says, where is Joey Stats? He's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, He's not coming back on the show until he takes a selfie with the picture of Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. Just kidding. Uh, Uh,
1: You missed Trent's second part of his question, though.
0: That's just—I hate those questions. Who would you sign? Who would I sign? I would sign fucking Erling Haaland.
1: Nope, nope. I would would too. I would too. I mean, not gonna lie. I mean, if they—if the opportunity somehow presented itself, a player—and hear me out. This is realistic now, because again, Ted's gonna open up the checkbook a little bit. And I think it's a player that's going to be looking for an opportunity very, very soon. And I think you can get him on a cut rate if you if you really want. What about Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo as an opposite winger to Nelson Quinones? I Don't think knock it lo- until you try it. I Don't think- knock it until you try it.
0: I think if I'm Ronaldo, I'm going where? Houston?
1: I mean, he knows, he knows where Houston is. And he'll definitely know when he comes here for the World Cup. Because you damn well know we're hosting a semifinal at least. Dude, there's
0: no way he's here by then. He'll be 40 fucking two years old
1: four World Cup. It, oh, yeah, that is 2026. Yeah, 2026. Not this year. He knows where Houston is. Houston, ain't, he, he knows where Houston is. He's flown into Houston at least once or twice. Yeah, layover. He played LA. here. There was there was a thing he played here. Oh, for, that's right. Man. Yeah, he did.
0: All right. So yeah. Chris he knows
1: where
0: says, what players on the Dynamo do we want to jump the most? Honestly, I don't.
1: Are we talking jump like, you know, to like, beat them up?
0: To beat or? up? Like, OK, so Chipito said answered Baird. No, I said, who would I choose to fight? And I would choose to fight Corey Baird. Who do Uh, I want to uh, fight? I want to fight Tim fucking Parker because he's the big one. I don't, I don't like want to. Like, there's no real actual. You want to
1: prove yourself. That's what you're saying. Yeah. If I'm going to fight. No, man, I want to. No, no, look. Look, I'm a lazy motherfucker and I'll admit it. Give me Memo because Memo ain't going out there fighting anybody. Memo's the dude backing off like, Oh yeah, my friends hold me back. You see him hold me back, like his arm is holding him. I mean that you know, like I don't it's, know, man. I've, that seen Memo,
0: kind of I've seen Memo chop it up on the sideline. No, and the people Memo over. will
1: step up, but Memo, went, look, look, he's that, he's that little Chihuahua. He'll step up, but he's still just a little tiny Chihuahua. Okay, Why Chihuahua? I can squash him with my fucking pinky.
0: Yeah, I have, I have a, uh, I have an employee. But Memo,
1: if you're listening to this, we bros.
0: I have an employee who has like his like eyes are like pushed down and mm-hmm. his forehead's kind of wrinkled. Mm-hmm. and we were one of them asked me like hey if i was a dog what kind of dog would i be and i told him the kind i was like you'd be a labrador i said this one person and this kid looks at me and he goes if i was a dog what kind of dog would i be and i fucking went sharpay <laughs> i went sharpay and then i went fuck i hope he doesn't That's know amazing. what that is because he is he knew what it was. He there's no way there's no fucking way he uh so there's the only one ground. more
1: question there's only one more question i think you need to ask that question it's important
0: how much do you miss mark is it to you or uh, me I
1: I, I I couldn't tell. I think he replied to you though, didn't he? So he replied to you, so I think he's asking how About much you. I miss him. I guess. Oh, Mark's yeah, I a little you. weird than that i I will admit, I very much enjoy the rapport that Mark and I have built up, the you know that kind of back and forth that he and I have. But I'll say there's one thing for you, Finn that that puts you in a class all your own.
0: Is it my Twitter jokes?
1: No, definitely not your Twitter jokes. Definitely is not your stand up. I haven't seen it, haven't heard it, but I'm just it's not your stand up. I
0: wasn't the worst, I promise you.
1: I can I mean that's not setting the bar real high from what it's, I understand about most stand up clubs. You know, I actually but, got I got I'll but, tell you afterwards. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what sets you apart and puts you in kind of your own class is the fact that you are who you are. Come hell or high water, everybody else be damned, and you're perfectly like you're perfectly content to be that. Like you don't care. And there are way too many people out there that care what other people think about them. And I think there's something to be said that that, you know, that is a a quality that honestly, that's a quality that society needs a lot more of right now.
0: (laughs) Oh, the entire city of Austin would disagree. They're like, no, we do not want more of him. Please. God's not Fucking
1: Aston. Come on. I know. know, They're so so soft there for anything other. I mean, you know, it's just yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I can't see them being better next year. I can't see them being
1: good again. I can't see them. Look, being the only good. reason they're even good this year is because they have Drew EC. If it wasn't for Drew easy, they would be a terrible team.
0: He's pretty fucking
1: good. Somebody's got to
0: pluck him up. Send him somewhere yeah. big.
1: Let yeah. go get him. Someone go and, and fi- Pat, find a way to trade for Drew easy.
0: I mean, I miss Mark. I, I messaged y'all a couple It was a couple weeks ago. I said, I don't any I don't free. Pay
1: attention to our DMS. I the, uh, the Jen orange one. Yeah. And nobody Did he ever
0: nobody reply. Re- no. Did Let me see. <laughs>
1: No. So here's my problem. Just if anybody's wondering, if you send a message to Jen Orange on Twitter, I don't really get it very often now. So my Twitter app on my computer that I use is TweetDeck. TweetDeck used to allow you to be able to have multiple accounts uh, signed in simultaneously, and you could reply to tweets from any of them at the same time. Now I have to switch accounts to go make a tweet from a from the Jen Orange account, or switch accounts to go fucking reply, or even like a tweet as Jen Orange. That's just, that's exhausting. It's tiring. I know it sounds like really, really whiny, but it is a pain in the ass. I really wish they would bring back the, you know, multiple account thing because it just made things so much easier. My phone's the same way. I have to switch accounts if I want to like or retweet or, uh, you know, respond to a tweet. So if you notice, we're not as active on Twitter, that's probably why. Um, Dude,
0: I missed the question. Sorry. Oh, you did? I did. did? I I came from the discord. Joey. Oh, oh, he asked, uh, What does Bundy have to do in the last two games to be one of the top candidates? I don't think there's anything he can do. Uh, get, get uh, he pictures has to of, give
1: Pat a handy, I think, to yeah, the get pictures watch. of Pat with Ted. Maybe, maybe. I mean, uh, or with a goat. Maybe He's go got to be willing him. to he's got to be willing to get on all fours. Um, you know, he's got to will, be willing to beg for it. Um, you got, know, it, it's not a paid... head. Um, you know, he's, uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I just don't think there's any possibility. Um, and it's, it's not a knock on Bundy at all. I mean, again, his first few matches, he's proven he knows what he's doing as a coach. And, and it's, I think the situation sucks for his, like, for him in terms of wanting to be a head coach. But I also think he went into this very similar to the dash situation where Sarah Loudon went in knowing she was not going to be coach. She was not going to get the opportunity. I think it's a very similar situation. He knows he's not going to be named coach. He knows he's not in that running. He knows he's not going to be the guy. And I think even before they let go or before they fired Paolo, they already had a guy that they wanted. They were already targeting somebody and have had conversations with him. Well, I guarantee I so, you, man, I guarantee you, they are already in the process of of nailing down the details for whomever it is. And they are not going to be able to announce it right away because the contract probably won't start until the off season hits. So we've still got a few weeks before we get there. If not longer, probably we'll have to wait through a big chunk of playoffs, but trust me, they have a guy already. They've targeted a guy. They they're working to get a verbal confirmation. They're going to let him, you know, offer some ideas of what they should do this off season. They're going to start working on it. If you see player movement happening, uh in the you know in the offseason before they announce a coach it means they already have the coach lined up and they're just they're dealing with contracting situations and stuff like that
0: yeah he's got to do this sooner last time he did it in january we got our coach so he didn't have much time to prepare he's got I, I would say look how was not his first choice no he wasn't, wasn't his
1: first choice but his first choice wasn't available That was the problem.
0: Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully his first choice is available because I want to see what. Like I said, no,
1: no. See, that's the difference this time. He he's already contacted his first choice and said, what do we got to do to get you? Yeah, he knows who he wants. And that's the reason he made that trip to Europe. Guarantee it. He made that trip to Europe knowing exactly who he wanted.
0: Yeah. Someone on Twitter wrote, if you're hyped about having an open roof sporting event here in Houston, you should go look at PNC Stadium. It's always open. Yes. And it's always fucking hot uh that's it yeah man it's been it's been good having you back it's been good having you back i'm back with the girlfriend we're back together i don't know if we went into detail about that yeah we nope, are we didn't. We're, we're back together um mm-hmm. and we, we we made up the way any responsible couple would and uh the, we'll tell the you, closet or the pool uh i don't know what that means i don't know what kind of weird shit you're into Pool sex? I mean, have you ever had... I, I've never had... I can't keep a heart on it. Water. Shower, yes, because like, it's only hit. Okay, okay.
1: I, maybe I should rephrase that. Hot tub, spa, or, or closet?
0: It was... Uh, oh, she has a hot tub in her new
1: house. See? So. See? You got to try it. You got to try it. Oh, we're going to try it. I'm, I'm really so liking where later. she moved to. I'm really liking it.
0: Yeah, it's good times, man. Good times. I'm glad mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. things are working out. I have to get nice. you up there to... To yell at me during my stand-up. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Shit, with your schedule, that'll never happen. Now,
1: that's that's the problem. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, sure, sometime. <laughs> You'll be some 50 point. years old. Oh, cool! My friend made it out tonight.
0: Shit, 50. But hopefully, by 50, I'm, I'm I'm getting paid to do it.
1: That's... You didn't catch that. By 50, you're still in the same stand. <laughs> still in no, no, the same act. Still in the same place. That's the... that's what oh, I'm saying. Hopefully, ooh, by buddy, 50, I'm getting ooh, paid buddy. to do
0: it. Like yo, if here's if I could do it locally and just make a little bit extra here and there that's totally fine with me there was one guy I what saw, was
1: mike's last name on uh on america's got talent mike I uh, a god he was he's a stand-up guy that's what i thought you might know he was hawk? phenomenal you need to hawk? go watch his, his show he was phenomenal hunt mike hawk
0: was his last name hunt no
1: no it wasn't hunt
0: say it though put the words together
1: it's it a long
0: you already said my cock
1: i uh,
0: got you you My didn't cock. get me, I, didn't get me because i didn't mouth. say
1: it no i said it's, mike mike hawk didn't say Mike Hawk. you said Mike, mike hawk. hawk,
0: bro it's on it's recorded uh-huh yes. sure sure i hope it is it might not <laughs> but uh you know what i have
1: forgotten to do this
0: so uh if you like the show rate it and subscribe and review it That'd where can be cool. i
1: rate the show
0: you have to go to any major uh, social media. No, I don't know the platforms you listen to. Spotify and Apple are pretty easy.
1: Uh huh. Uh-huh, and they're they're pretty uh-huh. easy
0: to go on there and leave random ones. So you guys can feel free to go on there and leave random vibes.
1: These people are like people are going to start tweeting you like after this episode airs, and they will be like, "Oh, it's this guy," and it would be like, "Oh, right, it was his name." It's the guy who looked like a microphone. He made the whole joke about looking like a microphone. It was fucking hilarious. You seriously, you need to go watch his his stand up acts. They were absolutely incredible good.
0: I told so I it was sad
1: he didn't win because I thought he deserved it.
0: My mother asked me, she said, Are you doing any jokes about me? And I said, No, because I wasn't. I was doing one about my father. And it was mildly racist. So I bounced it off her and she said, I think that's too racist. And my mom was born in 1957. So you know, mm-hmm. if she mm-hmm. thinks it's racist, it's fucking racist, right? So instead of telling a joke about my father being racist. I told a joke about accidentally using my mom's dildo as a pretend microphone when I was nine years old and that mm. joke fucking that joke did very well. of course it did because it's vulgar. It's disgusting. I
1: like it. People love vulgarity. Okay.
0: Tonight I'm going to add a little wrinkle to it. I'm going to give it a little sniff. Mike
1: E. Winfield. That's who you need to go look up. Mike E. Winfield. Dude was on point. And Stand up. Mike oh. E. Winfield.
0: I would say uh, Chappelle is still dude, my favorite. But dude is hilarious.
1: He's fantastic. I'll he check was him fantastic.
0: out. All right, ma'am. You, you'll like him. I'm going to have to go and uh, I'm going to have to go head
1: up there pretty soon. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, well, good, good luck. A
0: monster? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hopefully,
1: tomorrow goes okay. Break, don't... break a leg. Hope somebody buys you a drink. I don't.
0: Last time I went for $2 Wells, I threw up that night. I went there. I had no, two no, drinks. No, 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 no.
1: no. I said, I hope somebody buys you a drink. That means you're doing well as a stand-up comedian if someone actually buys you a drink.
0: Well, yeah, some
1: funny shit, man. I bought you a drink.
0: It's not going to be that many people there, so we will.
1: We shall see. You only need one. I didn't say fifteen. I said one.
0: (laughs) I'm turning over new leaves. I'm not accepting drinks from strangers. It only Mm, leads. That's probably a wise idea. It only leads to me cheating on the person I'm with because I struggle with impulse control. But oh, uh, it's hard when you're this sexy. Well, Sean, you've plugged your show. got anything else you want to add?
1: I plugged my show. When did I do that? Earlier, really?
0: you were like, you're talking about Jen Orange.
1: We spent oh, I mean, I talked about time. it. Yeah. I mean, you know, people people know where to find me. And it ain't no big deal. Uh, you, what was the question you asked me? I'm sorry.
0: Got anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, No, not really. No? I'm good. Too. Uh, how about that hat trick from Song? How I about finally that? get it back? Yeah, I, I loved watched his... that match. I was tired. I was tired, Screamed. but I watched that match live. It was I watched, it, t- oh, I did I watched too. it twice. I, did I watched too.
0: it two times, dude. And when he yeah, scored yeah, that first time one, and he didn't react. Yeah. I was like, Oh, you're a bad bitch, son. Yeah. You are a bad bitch.
1: No, no. I was like, oh damn. Because like, Ooh, you know, people were because people were saying to drop him, drop him, drop Oh, him. yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, drop absolutely. him.
0: You don't drop no. him. You let him play no. out of it. Nope. And that's exactly what he did. I think that first goal was kind of a but fuck he didn't you. start. No, he didn't.
1: He didn't start though. No, he but he came off the bench and he was like I don't think he needed to be on the bench. I don't think that that's necessarily what he needed. I think what it was was he just needed to break himself out of the funk. And Conte knew that. And Conte was—I don't think Conte ever quite. I mean, he didn't, and even in his interviews, he's like before the game, before he knew that this guy was going to go out and have a hat trick in an absolute amazing game. um, You know, he even Conte even said like this guy is incredible. Like he's one of the best in the world. Stupid to stupid to not play him like you know clearly you know he's just one of the best wingers the guy. And in I think the world
0: you know he's up there with Salah, absolutely with he's he's he was yeah. the golden boot winner last year and he plays on the same team as harry kane so who, who actually also winner, scores yeah, yeah yeah co
1: but yep yep yep
0: go spurs yep. go dynamo agreed. go dash Let's lock go up your playoff spot spurs. and uh that's all i got yeah man,
1: so. yeah yeah dash right, dash going for the playoff spot we're gonna wrap
0: it up before we end up inadvertently talking about women's soccer.
1: Oh I don't know anything bro. about
0: it. I don't know anything about it. I bro, know, uh, all
1: I'm saying is you need to look up Tottenham Hotspur Women's.
0: I just look up Bombi.
1: You will be a fan.
0: I just look up Bombi. I'm already a fan. I'm good. Mm, I'm good. Mm, they posted mm. some very tastefully. Done but photos see, the advantage of, of
1: the, the advantage of the Tottenham Hotspur women's is when you make that trip to England. Just saying. Shit, that's down the road but anyway
0: (laughs) guys and girls sean thank you for joining me it's been good to have you back Uh, everybody that's listening out there go rate and subscribe and review do that shit i'm finister this is the houston dynapod podcast and as always go dynamo
1: albert the is going to get there There's no question. He squares it. There it is! It's another! And it's Mubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist.
0: Big shout-out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at fwftx on all social media platforms once again that's familiar with failure check them out badass band cool ass people